0: Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, April 15th, the day before Good Friday, praise the Lord. In this episode, City house Athletic, yes, Real Madrid, Out Oligarch Chelsea, and West Ham Advance! Wow! Oh, and Villarreal, also important. But oh, first, awesome. Mike, what was your favorite of the football fancy of midweek fixtures? Ooh,
1: what the what a, it was so what a much. A couple of days. Everybody, take a deep breath. My favorite was definitely Real Madrid five, Chelsea four on aggregate. Real Madrid go through. Um, but literally every game in Champions League, I think pretty much every game in Europa League uh, yeah. had a talking point. Yep. To the point where we're gonna have to probably cut this show short. Um,
0: <laughs> wow, yeah. wow,
1: yeah. wow! Yeah, looking yeah. at literally every one of those eight games, and oh, by the way, we've got the FA Cup semifinals between Manchester City and Liverpool again on Sunday. So,
0: yeah, wow, strap
1: yeah. in, yeah. folks. Um, yeah. Where let do me, you want to start? Go to the. I'm go gonna do the, the scores.
0: scores. I'm gonna do. You champions League scores, Europa League scores, and the conference scores. I'm getting crazy. All so right, let's go first. Let's do it. Chelsea. Wait, wait, wait. I've got the wrong dates. Oh my god, I got, I almost did the first legs. First Tuesday. Real Madrid two, Chelsea three. Chelsea almost complete the comeback, but then the oligarch champions of football, Real Madrid, find a way. They're dead and buried. A, a, a goal gets called back by Alonso, and they come back to life. Then. Plucky Villarreal, home of ceramics, home of oranges, home of Unai Emery, and 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 a fifty thousand people, people, a small town. Really a small town. Smaller than Burnley. Let's just put that into context. Defeat over two legs. Bayern Munich in a 1-1 draw. Scoring the the equalizer in the 85th minute to destroy Bayern's season. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Like Uh, Luke and the Death Star at the the end. Amazing. Amazing. Then Wednesday, playing simultaneously, Liverpool have a little bit of a scare, but they literally rest their players. I mean, let's just put it this way. James Milner was playing in this game, and Van Dijk wasn't. They draw 3-3 against Benfica. Darwin Nunez adds another $20 million to his transfer fee. And then the less we talk about this game, the more we talk about it. But Atletico nil, Manchester City nil, a war (laughs) of attrition. Blood on the tracks, guys getting sent off, 10 minutes of extra time, pulling hair, people getting called cunts, and police. That was a nil-nil game. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's amazing. On to the Europa, where it gets even crazier. On track Frankfurt, defeat Barcelona over two legs, 4-3 on aggregate. They take over the camp now with 30,000 fans and make the camp now their home and smash Barca, who get a couple, go- almost get a goal back late. That was incredible. West Ham showing European nous with the same 11 guys. Over and over and over again. That Declan Rice can walk. I don't understand. They win 3-0. Wow. At Lyon after drawing 1-1 in London. Then Rangers defeat Braga. Braga Braga's have two men down. The Ibrax is bouncing. So Rangers, we don't talk about a lot. But between Rangers and Celtic, Rangers fans are bananas. And RB Leipzig, probably the best team of this group. Defeat Atalanta. Atalanta, yeah. I don't think there are any Italian teams floating around. But wait, there's more in the Europa Conference League. Roma, Uh-oh. defeat Berta Glynn. Uh. Finally, 4-0 uh, four, four, four at home. Uh, Berta uh. Glimt had a win Our on friends. the road in the Arctic Circle. But Roma do pull it out with Tammy Abraham. Leicester City go down a goal then defeat PSV Eindhoven in their version of Operation Market Garden. Drink, it's a World War II reference. <laughs> or defeats Slava Prague. So we've got a couple of, we, we lose a Dutch and gain a Dutch. or defeat Slava Prague after a 3-3 draw, but then they win 3-1 away. Uh, Slava Prague, a lot of connections to West Ham. And then Marseille and our friend Dimitri Payet and uh, Guendouzi defeat uh, the Greek team Pauk and that is where we stand. We've got four semifinals, <laughs> an English team in the Conference League, two, an English team in a friend from the Premier League in West Ham in the Conference League. And in the Champions League, we have at least – we have two. Yeah. Sorry. We have two in two, there sorry, too because exactly Chelsea right. almost pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was and a and, lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and
1: it was so interesting to – you knew that Chelsea was going to come out of the blocks firing. They were they down were awesome. 3-1 going into the leg, right? So whatever uh, usual Chelsea strategy you would have right out the window, right from jump street, you had to go in. They took 28 shots in this game, mm-hmm. right? Um, they had 57% possession. They were all over it, and they were up for it. Mason Mount was everywhere. I give him a lot of shit. Uh, he was really the, the engine for Chelsea. And Timo Werner, another player who I give a lot of shit to, Albeit fairly. Again, really starting to come good for the Blues. Um he had he assisted on Mount's early goal. He had what they thought was going to be the winner late. Um, a very back and forth affair. I mean, so, well, so- only
0: late. I think I would I would disagree. I think Chelsea completely dominated this game. Oh no, I, yes, yes. And yes, what yes. has been happening with Real Madrid is they have this way of of taking body blows, of taking body blows, conserving, conserving, where you're watching them, especially in the PSG game, where they get beat. And for 15 minutes, a moment happens, and they summon the energy of the collective age of the team. Somehow, Benzema pulls it out, or Modric turns back the clock, or something happens, and the team just finds a way. And even in the context of... Even in the context of Benzema getting a goal in the 96 minute of extra time, Chelsea still mustered the strength in the end to almost pull it out. Yeah, sure. But the heart of the oligarch champions. I mean, if there is a Rushmore of football, uh, uh, Real Madrid are on it. Uh, I saw a graphic today that showed the 14 different times an English team has won the Champions League slash European Cup. We've got the two from Nottingham Forest. Shockingly, I don't think everyone knows this. Aston Villa won the European Cup in 1982. Liverpool with their six, United with their two, and so. But in that context, Real have 13. They yeah. have one less of all of England. Now yeah. they won the first five. Those probably don't count because Europe did. No and it's knew like what when it the meant. Yankees
1: won a bunch without having black people, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, maybe mean, they maybe okay, they fine, paid off. They even the take
0: those out, take those out. That's still eight. That's still eight. <laughs> yeah so this is the oligarchs of football Real Madrid finding a way Proper and going royalty. you've got to kill them this is a this is very much a boxing analogy where the champ is not done until he's on the mat and the man counts 10 yeah Real Madrid were dead and buried in this game then the handball callback on the Alonzo goal huge which which in any other century, and I mean football has been around now for, we're, you know, we're in our third century. In any other century, or any other decade, that would have been a goal because it's the just, hand is the body, but we now have in a goal moment, if the hand touches the ball in any way, shape, or form and assists in a goal being scored, it is chalked off. That would so, not have been wiped off any other time but now.
1: We've certainly wasted enough time on this show talking about controversial handballs in Champions League games between you and me. But (laughs) a word real quick on this is that let's be very, very transparent about what happened and what almost happened. Had Alonso taken that touch, controlled it, and then passed it to Werner, who was right there, and Werner scored, the goal It would not have been a handball. They would have never even looked at it. Nope. And I just...
0: It's laughable in it's, a way.
1: It's so laughable. They just keep they keep trying to get it right. And it's it's like quicksand for them. Every time they do something, yeah, they just yeah. they get more in their own way. It, and it's so it's tough.
0: It's really tough because you wanna legislate uh, oh yeah. it for the for the removal of this human element. But as the game becomes more professional, bigger, regional, betting is involved. You've got to, my my assumption is that it's not about fair play. It's about covering the ass of gambling where yeah, yeah, you don't fair. allow for shenanigans because there is a lot of shenanigans, especially for some of these smaller teams. Mm-hmm. And if you can have this level of, you know, you can have the level of, of, of covering your ass with this VAR that's barely accurate, but at least you have it, you right. can sort of keep that sort of narrative away because listen if if you th- if you don't think that Juventus would fix a match so they could win, you're fucking wrong. Uh, they <laughs> because they have twice. They have. Um
1: <laughs> but look, let's just go through the game, right? Because it's 2-0 yeah. when that happens. And it's the 63rd minute and it is just you've been there. I've been there. It's, it's just such a gut punch. Yeah. When one of those puts or takes away a goal on or off the board uh you know that goes against you. And you just have to in a in a game where you're now level with real madrid you're in the bernabeu after you're getting your shit kicked in at the bridge you you just feel like you got to the top of the mountain and you got kicked all the way back down which is not necessarily true because you're just you're still equal right all that goal took away was your advantage you're still equal you're still completely controlling the game you but still they have to score another before go again time. and yeah. then they and do. to and to Chelsea's credit, 13 minutes later, it's Werner, again, man on the spot. Um, you know, Kovacic has the assist, but I, you're back again. You're back above Real Madrid. But as you said, until the ref hits 10, Real Madrid's as long as there's one breath in their body, they're going to get off the mat and they're going to give you everything until the final whistle. And yeah, that's exactly
0: I think, what I, I th- happened. There was a couple things that happened that I called out. One was... Kamavinga coming on in both the PSG game and this game. Kamavinga comes on for Cruz. And what he is, is 19 years old and runs like a deer. And all of a sudden, now you're freeing up, you're freeing up Modric to do less of the running. He's still working. The thing that's amazing about Modric is he does what's necessary. Like, yeah. he's there tracking back. He's there making tackles. He's he's here, there, and everywhere. He's fine. This team finds the 20 minutes they need to win these games. They're like, we're not dead. We need 20 minutes. Let's right. go get this. Let's go get it. Then, Modric, for you Spurs fans, and for anyone, we hey. know. This is a guy who, when history looks back, is going to go, that guy won the ballon d'or, yeah. And now it's he gonna is, make sense. He, he broke the, the 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 oligarchy of Messi and Ronaldo, yeah, won the ballon d'or. And I didn't think it was worth it, but now I understand more about football. Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> but the thing, so, and it is it's Modric who sticks a needle in Chelsea's eye. How what's more music to Spurs fans than that? Yeah, um, yeah. in but the but it's Champions off a turnover,
0: realize. it's off a mistake from Conte, a little yeah, late in the is. game, a little leggy. But it was quick thinking. Rodrigo had just come on.
1: Foot touch. I know. Oh my God.
0: Just fantastic. And then from there, Werner comes off. Pulisic comes on. He almost scores a couple goals. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we go into extra time. So they just needed the one because Chelsea were down 3 1, but had come all the way back. We're level. We go into extra time. And before
1: we do, it's important to note that at this stage, the no away goals rule comes into effect for the first yes. year ever or yes, whatever that they had changed the rule to the point where the away goals is no longer the tiebreaker. Yeah, we wouldn't have had
0: a game. This would have been over.
1: It would have been over. Mm-hmm. It would have been over. Chelsea wins. No. Um,
0: yes, 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 yes. Yeah. No, no, no. They both had three away goals.
1: Chelsea had four. No. I'm sorry. Chelsea had three. That's right.
0: Yeah. It would have been tied still.
1: It would have been. You're right. Okay. So yeah. yes, fair enough. It
0: was at four, four. Right, I it was a, would have at the come end, come. at the
1: end. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Yep. Uh, so, yes, so so then never mind. It would have still gone to full time. But yeah. as an anecdote, that also uh, is, is no longer a thing for this season. But going into extra time, you've got to think that that Chelsea, in the sense that we, we felt that that heart of a champion in Real Madrid, you just wondered what Chelsea would have to bring to the table. And and for unfortunately for them, really, I mean, they weren't able – to go a third time, right? Like they
0: They they, almost did though. Like Kareem Benzema scores a goal. How they're not marking him Is beyond me. Like, there's one guy. Like, literally, just follow him around. Yeah, but I mean, and
1: that's and and Rudiger, who, by the way, to this point,
0: he had been Rudiger
1: to this point is having arguably the game of his life. Yeah, he is everywhere. Yeah, Uh, and I've and I've been on this show. I've been very critical of Antonio Rudiger, namely last year when he basically KO'd Kevin De Bruyne. (laughs) Um, I I'm the one who said I thought he should have been sent off. Blah blah blah. He had the best game of his life ever, and by the way, he scored a thunderbolt goal from thirty yards. No, less than like three weeks ago. Yeah. He scores Two, again less. in this game. Yeah, um, on a header. Yeah, and, and and he's just he's he's marking players ever. In this instance, he is the man marking Benzema. He slips. Benzema's got a free header, and it's over.
0: Yeah, but wow. it was not. A, he still put it in with pace, and these are oh, good goalkeepers. So no, oh, it's Kareem. So they Benzema. score, and then and then you know Chelsea push, and then they you know. They 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 make all their changes. They bring in Ziyech and Saul and and Jorginho and try and find a way to get their penalty takers on if they can make it, but they don't get it. And I think Chelsea can feel we played great in this game and lost it at home. Yeah. And that's no, really what happened. I think that's absolutely. Uh, Chelsea were good. I'm as a City fan on this side of the bracket. I was happy to see uh Chelsea go. I'm way 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 less scared of real madrid like sure i know they're the heart of a the champion they're not this good right they are uh they are I'm, try- I'm trying to think of they've got that 2001 yankee vibe where it's like they're gonna lose but everyone's gonna think they won or they're like a late <laughs> a late era like yeah, no one remembers the diamondbacks one who cares right city basically are the diamondbacks uh <laughs> I'm a Diamondbacks fan. That feels terrible inside. Oh, um. yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, But I, I but think, I think, it, I think I that's think... where they are. Like Real Madrid get a, a dose and a, a, a testosterone shot of the old man with Viagra of, let me tell you who we are. We are this sport. This is our competition. The narrative is going to follow us uh, regardless of what happens in later rounds. We're the standout team. We're the heroic team. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, they've put themselves in a situation where I think neutrals are going to root for them, right? Because Modric uh, is really likable, and Benzema's old, and you've got Ancelotti, and you're like, well, look, this team is Ramos, dead, and they're
1: still doing it. Ramos is the reason that everybody always hated them outright, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: and he's not there. Well, well, all the Barcelona people hate him, and then yeah, they're, but the Yankees. I, but no, but you know everybody what I mean? hated Ramos, man. So yeah, I was like,
1: you know what? All of a sudden, Real Madrid's kind of plucky and likable and all that. Yeah, so, yeah. But look, here's the thing: Chelsea are not Manchester City. We've been saying this on the show all no, year long. No. And so, what Chelsea did that I don't foresee Manchester City doing is giving up three goals at home, right? Like it was no, a no, no, no.
0: Over over two over two legs, City are not going to have a dud.
1: Well, well, that's the point, right? Like, like, like City
0: City duds are we don't score and we give up one.
1: Exactly. And yeah. so, so you have that heroic comeback from Chelsea. Uh, I'm not to say that city aren't capable of that. Of course they are, but at the same time, they're not going to put themselves in even as deep of all, I'm not going to say that they won't lose the first leg one. nil. No. I'm not going to say that it's no, entirely possible, no.
0: yeah, but sure.
1: they won't have to dig themselves that deeply out of a hole. That's sort of a London club thing yeah. in the champions league rounds.
0: Yeah. Um, where do you want to, do you want to go Villa Real or they onto have to the shithousery. We
1: have to. Yeah. Which one? Well, we have to go to Villarreal. Um, and and <laughs> this is another one where, I mean, even more dominant of a display from Bayern. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. It was actually interesting that at halftime, because I, I kept tracking it, because I wanted to bet on it.
0: Uh, and then I got call, Should we just call Villarreal uh, Tottenham South? Yeah, sure. South Tottenham?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Southeast Tottenham. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean – Foyth, Lo
0: Celso. There's like North London representing La, – Ka- I know Cochrane is is is, 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 our, is Arsenal. Arsenal, but, but Serdorier, for London. fuck's sake. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> comes on late. Are you kidding me? Um, but Amazing. no, I mean, I mean, Bayern, it, it is just like pelting, pelting them uh, with shots. I think they had like 15 in the first half.
0: But they weren't Funny enough, good. They Lewandowski didn't, didn't have they, one. They weren't – like the XG isn't crazy. I mean, it's one, it's no. one and it's one and it's one, uh, it's 1.4 to a half fine. Right. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I think over the two legs, you would not say that this was a dominant, like Bayern Munich got hard done. They no, simply no, didn't all. show up like they didn't have another way to play well look, they didn't I have mean, creativity like it was weird like you they use just the
1: you use the parallel of the size of the town relative yeah. to burnley right yeah this was a quintessential sean dyche over two legs performance that's really what you can <laughs> only <laughs> only way you can describe it right like i mean they snuck out of spain with a one nil up and God bless him. That was awesome, right? Gio yeah. De Celso, man of the match. He was killer. Get the fuck out of here with the that. The thing
0: is, though, Burnley doesn't have a guy like Gio De Celso at all. And Pal Torres is literally yeah. a Spanish national who's playing center back for the Spanish national team. So, like, Villarreal doesn't have scrubs. They have guys that are uh-huh. real guys.
1: In the Champions League at this stage? Uh, oh, no. They're no, akin they're to Burnley. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. So so yeah no relative to the competition and the levels that we're talking about it's not like Burnley are fighting Norwich to stay up Burn uh, you know, Villarreal are fighting Bayern Munich for a chance in the chem- Champions League semi final so um yeah I mean but the stats bear out right like twenty three to four in shots sixty eight to thirty two possession for for Bayern it, it, you sort of knew that that was coming what you didn't know was coming was well, the, the late sucker punch. By Villarreal in the 88th minute saying, but oh, they G- deserved it. They've been Chikuse? doing that
0: the whole Chacuse, right? Uh, Chacuse, yeah. They've been doing that through oh, the two legs. When they were on the break, they were way more dangerous yeah. than Byron. What this rem- what this Byron reminded me of, and this is funny, it reminded me of early Pep City and 1920 City. When City lost their defender and Fernand wasn't in the field, they didn't have a method to prevent the break because they were right. too slow. And this mm-hmm. was very like a like Noggle's man is like, oh, this is what this is what Pep would do. Except he hasn't like moved on from what Pep really does, which is like, no one's hitting us on the break ever. Yeah. The reason why you have these weird things that you're like, oh wow, it's so creative that the uh that the city left backs and fullbacks all push in to flood the midfield. That's so that when we lose the ball. There's three guys in the back. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not it's so that we're not wide all the time. The attackers are wide. And I don't think that Byron got that message. So they were getting run on through the middle of the pitch and the breaks were really strong. That's where your guy uh, Loselso comes in. And then the other one is the Bournemouth Championships. One of my sons, you know how I check on the championships. Mm-hmm. I knew about Dan Juma. Way before I was like fifteen and seven for Bournemouth, he's trying to get bought by Liverpool. Why the fuck is he in Villarreal? Now we know why, because in the first leg, he scored the goals. He was less less excited in the first in the in the second leg because Byron was like, Oh, let's stop Dan Juma. This is a championship player who went to Villarreal for thirty million dollars and is in the semifinal of the fucking Champions League. This mm-hmm. is if Mitrovic went to the to another team in Spain ah. and is now in the final. Like, Can you imagine equivalent? me? So
1: Mitrovic is such such a English player. He's terrible it, in the Premier League. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, but he in 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 La Liga he would have fifteen oh, goals and six red cards,
0: <laughs> without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I think it's an Unai Emery special. I think Nagelsmann gets exposed as a thirty-nine-year-old coach, and he doesn't either. Either they don't take the team seriously, like they literally. Openly cheered when they got Villarreal in the draw and that carried on and they openly were very German. And by that, I mean this super honest, like, well, Villarreal, a very small team. We have no problem. We we put gasoline in our tanks and roll through that town. And (laughs) that did not work because as we've learned from Russia and Ukraine, Villarreal is playing the role of the Ukrainians, and they have all the rockets that they could ever need. And Bayern Munich have been, you know, I don't know what they're doing. It's definitely not the army that we expect. So is Nagelsmann Putin then? (laughs) No, he's lower than Putin. He's like one of the bad generals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the guys that's gonna become an unperson Right, on right. Who's
0: like, oh, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to steal all the money. I don't <laughs> yeah, need right, food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I needed to not sell the oil to in the black market. Anyway, um, that before, is our current event current yeah, event Before Villarreal, we get to R- City, a
1: quick note, a quick note on Liverpool and Benfica. It's three three, it yeah. ends six four on aggregate. It's Really not much to do. It sounds like oh, Liverpool got a scare put into them. Not no, really, didn't. though. No, they, they were didn't. in the driver's seat, they were up six to two on aggregate. They gave up yeah. two goals late to lose, well, to draw the the match, but to win the tie. Um, so they cruise as expected against Benfica. Uh they'll face Villarreal, which is as we said about Bayern, uh the best matchup you could get. You certainly want that over Madrid or City. Um,
0: Here's but yeah, the other I mean thing. Liverpool. Nine changes from <laughs> from the city game, right? Of course. Nine a city don't have nine changes to make, right? Like it, none of the back four, no well, no no Fabinho, when no Sala, no Mane.
1: But when so, you go to uh Portugal and you put up three goals. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that Liverpool are better or worse than City or whatever. What I'm saying is they had they an easier draw. Right they took advantage of the first leg yeah. and yeah. as a function of that, they after a very harrowing experience at the Etihad on yeah. the weekend, yeah. um they got to basically say, "All right, foot off the gas on this one a little bit," right? And yeah. and they yeah. they got more than enough to get through. Their yeah. their front three were still firing. Bobby Firmino was everywhere all of a sudden. He looked like yeah. fucking Pele. Um yeah. so yeah i mean they take their foot of
0: the gas and they get a chance to really go into this fa cup match rested mm-hmm. ready and out for blood right yeah uh so city we go to the less talked about this game the better. first half was much like the first leg except this time i think atleti was like we can't try and do nothing let's right. try and do something so first half it looks like simeone literally played this as a the way you would like a like a, a, an NFL game or a basketball game thinking about, well, let's dominate this in the fourth quarter by meaning let's dominate this in the second half of the second leg mm-hmm. and came out in the second half after city didn't score in the first half and just were like, we're blitzing your asses yep. and they just take over city are suffering. City are getting kicked in the first five or 10 minutes of the game. I believe Savage Gets a yellow. No, Felipe gets a yellow card in the in 24 minutes, nearly decapitating Phil Foden, and doesn't. Re, and that's the first card. There are no cards in the first half. The next card is in the 80th minute. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, Atleti at home. There's only two cards through the first 80 minutes. Sharpening And, the and they are just sharpening knives. By the time this game ends, Walker crawls off the pitch. De Bruyne is out in the 65th minute. Even Bernardo Silva's out of gas because City can't hang. Once Walker comes off, their speed, their tenacity, their Englishness disappears, and it is a war. Fernandinho comes in as the checking line. This is fucking (laughs) Bob Probert at his best. This is Marty McSorley. He comes in. He's tackling everyone. He's getting behind people. People are running past him, but he's putting in a shift. Then Simeone's like, we're going to go fucking win this game. He brings on Cunha and Luis Suarez and City. When I say from the 82nd minute on when Luis Suarez came on, this was a battle of attrition. This was all hands to the pump. City defending for their lives. Something as a City fan I'm completely unused to. City could not get control of this game. City could not manage it. They were in trouble. They were on the ropes. A better team beat City. I'm telling you. And for all the bullshit that that um Atletico go do, they just couldn't finish. They really couldn't even get good shots on target. There was a great save from Ederson, then later late on. Very late on, Savage tries to kill Phil Foden. Foden again. He's got a blue bandage on his head. He uh, Phil Foden is off the pitch. Decides to roll himself back on. Savage then grabs him, pulls him off the pitch. Zinchenko goes flying in. Everyone goes flying in. Mm-hmm. It's a big war. Savage gets a yellow. But in the melee, in the aftermath of this, Felipe, who committed the first foul, actually gets called for a red. I think it's an accumulation. Who knows what's going on? And I think to Athleti's detriment, this was a bad time to shithouse. City were in trouble. City were the ones wasting time. City were out athletic 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 going they were rolling around, they were holding on to the ball, right. they were kicking it away, they were standing on it. they were doing all the tricks. I thought one thing that was interesting was that Pep stayed really calm. City players stayed mostly calm there was an incredible moment where Foden's getting involved in a melee he goes to Savage with his little rye fucking peaky blinder smile and goes you're a fucking cunt and <laughs> and, and, and and you can see savage it i mean it's clean out. as day <laughs> and savage grabs his hair like a bitch it was fantastic <laughs>
1: Grealish gets involved somebody grabs him from by the back of the head uh, it was I mean,
0: it was awesome it was
1: literally it, it was like incredible. watching it was like watching like professional wrestling for like yes. 15 to 20 minutes because nothing yeah. actually happened, but everything also happened. Right. But, and, and, but
0: there were shots. There was this John stones block well, off the
1: line. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is that you had nine minutes of extra time added on. And because part of this melee spilled into some of those nine minutes, you had 13 minutes oh, after God. the 90 brutal. to survive. If you're sitting, brutal, so brutal,
0: brutal extra time, just Ederson, hard and mouth. Yeah. Fear and loathing. Would you Some, say it was a squeaky, squeaky bum, time. bum time? Yes, I would say it was. Very squeaky bum time. Yeah. But as a City fan, this is a performance, and the players showed it, that lifts the team. I mean, we can take anything. Now yeah. I said we. I never do this. City can handle this. Oh, like There's nothing that we can't handle. That was about as hostile as you can get. Mm-hmm. That's Anfield at its worst. When I have seen City collapse and just get blitzed, it's happened. The 4-3 in the first leg and I think, 2018 was like this when City won the league uh, going down the stretch. But City did not fold. They got a key save, which is one of the things that we didn't always get. And then John Stones, he won man of the match. I mean, if a City win a game and John Stones is man of the match, it's now when we call him Johnny Boulders. Cause he's got big fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and uh, that's the that's the bad that's the bad mank joke. Joni fucking boulders. And he fucking holds on. You know, and City do it their way. They the Ake piece helps, even though John Stones they have to switch Ake to the left side and and um and um Cancelo goes to the right. Unfortunately, all that extra time. Cancelo picks up a yellow he's gonna miss this that's right final So yeah, all well, this extra time, time actually did hurt city in the
1: end yeah no it did, you- but I think it the, the the contrast as a neutral watching this was watching Atletico get served a healthy dose of their own <laughs> medicine and they weren't able to handle it at all right no. um and 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 like you said it was an inopportune time to lose your head. If you have a PhD in shithousery, you need to be able to handle some. You know, yes. Otherwise, it's, what's the point?
0: Right. <laughs> if but you the, can't, the,
1: dish, if you can dish it out, but can't handle it. And to your point, also, I've never seen. I've also never seen Manchester City be, frankly, served and and spoken to like that. Frankly, in the last twenty minutes of this game, we but suffered, the,
0: man, suffered. That the, the weirdest
1: <laughs> thing is that have we forgotten? Atletico was down a man the whole time, so you yeah. would have thought that at some point that City Foden would splits down the wing right they like were something out of gas would be man. An They outlet. were out
0: of gas they yeah. really were out of gas and it's not what the team is built to do right we're not built to suffer like that and that's no. why you had ake and fucking fernandinho come on because city were then able to sort of play defensively even though they really didn't have uh, a way to really handle it they did have final shots there you know i thought you know gundogan shot one that almost that 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 was a massive save by um by all Black and Mares had one blocked as well. But this was a big, 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 big game for city. And now we get to go back to fucking Real. go back to Madrid and try and destroy the city's hopes <laughs> by getting Real Madrid. and the which first I leg, think is frankly oh, an easier game, honestly. It's an easier game than I would agree. Chelsea.
1: the first leg is at home, and I think that that serves you well. but also we and um out. and and we <laughs> give we have given Pep a lot of shit uh he for mismanaging games not only did he not fuck this up I'd argue he won it because he brought like you said he brought on the defenders he sensed the game he could he was able to tell this is what this game needs right now we yep. just have to hold on for dear fucking life and get out of here yep. uh and and they did they were successful in doing yeah. that so yeah and they uh, had so the goal so the even if guy. they
0: gave up one, they probably would have just hung on i just loved seeing fernandinho who uh is a massive servant of the club one of the city greats he's probably just below statue level but he takes the mantle from uh, Vincent company. From company. He's not yeah. going to renew, renew his contract. He is going to go back to Brazil. He really wants to play. And he sort of said that as almost an underhanded, like, I was so happy to be in this game. It feels great to play. And I think, yeah. you know, he wants to get in these games. And he's not mm-hmm. been able to because he's, he's 36 years old. But sure. he is the heart and soul of this club. He is actually the... He's called the captain by all the Brazilian and Portuguese players. His home is the hub of all the Northwestern Brazilian players. They all go to Fernandinho if they need something. He's the guy who takes care of everybody. When there's a birthday party he has, it was a great anecdote I heard on a podcast. And it makes sense because if you watch the... Uh, all or nothing uh, infomercial for Manchester City that is on Amazon. Um, it's Fernandinho who, who who steps up and says what needs to be said when when Vincent Kompany isn't around or is hurt or there is a moment to call a players only meeting. It does come from Fernandinho, and he's loved by City fans. We all we all of love course. Fernandinho, and he had this special trait of fouling people picking them up and smiling and not getting calls on them. It's an amazing trait that hardly anyone has. So he's going to go down. He's at f- part of the 2013-14 team that beat Liverpool. He's part of the Perlegrini team, and he's going to be again. He's beaten Liverpool now. Three times, and he's going to do it one more time.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Is that a segue into the FA Cup semi final?
0: I think that might be a segue All into right. the FA Cup. So semifinal. We have to do so- this
1: again, friends. Last Sunday, we sweated through two uh, two at the at the, uh, at the at the at the. I always want to say Emirates. We
0: um, it, it do it again. It's, it's a
1: neutral site match at Wembley. Um, I don't know that that really uh, works to either team's advantage. Um, it works to
0: Liverpool's advantage because they have way more fans. Yeah, but it's it's not Anfield. So I, it's not Anfield, that is true. So they won't throw I, bags of shit at the bus. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: um I actually was at a Liverpool Spurs game at Wembley and there were a lot of Liverpool fans in the sections they should not have been in. So yes, to your point. Um yeah, you I met think that my uh, mate
0: Stanley. Look. Yeah,
1: right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I like you said. Uh, you know, Liverpool were able to rotate a lot, so I think that going into this, it's advantage you know, Liverpool. It sure. is advantage right. Liverpool going into it. Um, I don't know um, what City's going to look like on I Sunday, think, on I Saturday. Think, actually, I think
0: I think Pep tries to put the best team he can out there. There will be no Phil Foden. There will be no De Bruyne. There right. will be no Kyle Walker. Those are certainly not going to be there. I think yeah. you'll see Diaz play. He'll play with Ake. And then on, or, or, and maybe Stones plays in the back. Like maybe Stones plays right back, Ake left back. They may just play a weird lineup and try and hang on. Uh, I yeah. think you might see some of the kids play. I think you might see, you know, you might see, I don't know if Cole Palmer is available. You might see some of these. I think. I think will not, not sorry. He won't, he'll want to win this game, but he's going to acknowledge that it might be a bridge too far.
1: Yeah. And I mean, look at the end of the day, what you're looking at is an is an all time race for the premier league title. You're looking at a harrowing adventure in through the champions league, which by the way, let's understand something. The FA cup is a wonderful trophy to win. The premier league is a unbelievable trophy to win for one club there is a bigger price still, right? For well, for, for, for Liverpool, it's
0: the quadruple. I mean, this is, I'm not even being funny. They have got oh, shit, that's about right. as good a chance as any team has ever had. Like the the quadruple Manchester City thing, they were not, a, that was not the Centurions. That was not a high score last season. That was not a high scoring version of City. And, you know, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was Pep's best team. They just happened to be on for it and had gotten yeah. deep into the Champions League. Right, this Liverpool team with the depth that they have, where they can rest guys, if they get one of Salah or Mane back in full gear after the Afcon, after the cup, after the uh, the full yeah. campaign of go, of doing the 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 CAF uh, qualifications for the for the World Cup, if either of them can get to full gear, they have a real shot. Sure, because I think right now. Their issue is Salah's is not. He he scored. I was going to say he probably scored. Know, he's probably scored twenty goals through through Afcon, and now he's at twenty. Right. Uh,
1: yeah. No. He's no. He's yeah. at twenty flat. Right. Yeah. And and so um, the interesting thing about that is that he has really fallen off. And if you think about it, he was the deciding penalty taker on two massive, losses. massive losses for his country. So yeah. you got to yeah. wonder how much that's affected him. Uh,
0: it's not physical. It's mental. It's it's mental. Can can I I sustain this? this,
1: I think there's, well, I think there's miles, right? I think there's a lot of miles on those legs from previous seasons that are probably still now just starting to catch up to him. But as you said, now it's, he was always able to stave off the physical piece, but the mental piece is really starting to wear on him and you wonder (laughs) if he can go again. But the thing is that Liverpool in their, their infinite, wisdom they were able to bring in Jota last year and Diaz this year you're welcome and uh you know so so they and and, and like still, I said Fabinho is going and Bobby again.
0: Chompers like he's still there they can yeah. play a different way which is yeah. even crazier they're a much better team I do think that the midfield they still a little bit light there like you know sure Henderson Fabinho but Thiago, in a defensive game just gets exposed. He's great on a ball, but if he's not on a ball, he doesn't get around the pitch. And I don't think they trust Keita enough. He seems to get injured. So they have one weak spot. Then we know about the Trent defensive things. It's not that he's bad, it's just that in that team, he's where you go. Sure, so absolutely. So we'll see what City can do. I am reserved. I reserve the right to think that uh my team's gonna lose this game. No, I, I think that's fair. I think care. that's fair. <laughs> and
1: I don't think I don't think I would either if I were in your position, right? But, but when we um, talk
0: yeah, but when we talked three weeks ago about the city gauntlet of Atletico home, Liverpool. Liverpool home, Atleti away, and this is the final game of that group. I think we've come I think City have come out of it okay, right? As, they didn't well lose the Liverpool, they didn't lose the Liverpool game, and they were able to Squeak by Atleti with damage, but enough time. Like there's two weeks before the next Premier League game for City. Right. I'm pretty sure. So hopefully the knocks and the damage and the bruises and the kicks and all the blood that was spilled <laughs> and the guns <laughs> thrown and Savage in the tunnel spit at the fucking team. That's right. The that's in there. Right, that's he right. Was just like, "What is happening?" Yeah. yeah. Which at that line.
1: point, at that point, spit at him. Whatever. <laughs>
0: And um, then, and then, of course, the I think you know the the Pied Piper of Hamlin, fucking the whole stadium just cheers Simeone. They're like, and after a loss, they're like Bleh. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was Coliseum. surreal, right? I don't, um, I don't want to ever go through that again.
1: Quick on the quick on the FA Cup, the other FA Cup semifinal, final. Then we'll go to the craziness in the Europa League. Oh God, Crystal Palace, you can do this. Chelsea no, are licking their wounds, not without Gallagher.
0: Wounds. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> Damn it. (laughs) It's going to be the 35-year-old McCarthy. But the fun thing is, is maybe, maybe Vieira goes, okay, we don't have Gallagher, but we need some creative, creativity. We're going to go Alisi Zaha Eze and just fucking go for it. (laughs) So maybe they'll do two holders that are just like, we're just going to fucking sit deep in the middle and let these three crazy dreadlock, you know, African-British fucking grime core fucking hardcore hip-hop destroyers just go out there and get nuts oh that would be
1: amazing <laughs> i have belief i have more belief than when i started i forgot yeah, about yeah that. yeah I mean, yeah you're
0: that like that might
1: be zaha uh-huh. give me more give me oh, more oh my god Int- <laughs> let me let me tie off real quick that sounds <laughs> give me those amazing three, man give me them oh, I, I know boy. that
0: i know that it doesn't really fit because they still need more Teta or or, or, or dark they've got depth up front that's a good team yeah uh, i i mean Chelsea have played really well but I've got to think they've got a mental letdown right now where they're just like we picked ourselves up in that Southampton game we went to war at Real and ran out of gas and just ran into the real oligarchs of football not of oil and petrol states and just got beat and now they have to face a fucking real upstart a real team. like like a war for South London I mean yeah. Chelsea Crystal Palace is like this is street. This is like this the is real big. this is yeah. this is big for them. And Palace Palace are good. Palace can win hey, this. They're good enough. As right? we said,
1: the game's at Wembley. For Chelsea that's not really a big thing. For Crystal Palace, they're going to Wembley. That's a It's huge across the street. Deal. Yeah,
0: it's a big deal. That's a huge oh, deal. what we and have to that... make sure of is that if they score a goal there's no dance like Alan Pardue. Oh god. I I I want it.
1: I want all of it. <laughs> But that is a great segue oh. into the Europa League, into oh, the more Camp madness, New, into the Camp Nou. As we oh. were talking before we started yeah. recording, Eintracht Frankfurt four, what? Barcelona three. They go through, and how do they do it on the backs of their fans at the Camp Nou?
0: Amazing. Barcelona Amazing. president
1: Laporta ashamed by the Eintracht <laughs> fan presence at the Camp Nou. Now they're only allocated 5,000 fans, right?
0: Laurent, how many would you say that they had today? 25,000. Oh my God. (laughs) And the Camp Nou, remember 90,000 people in the Camp Nou and 25,000. Now they never sell it out because COVID, because it's just too big, whatever, whatever. There's not that many people and they need that tourist number. And I don't think there's as many tourists as they have been historically. Barcelona are like, the super of the super clubs so they don't get as many people and there were tickets available and Eintracht Frankfurt and Germany especially has had a lot of lockdown has a lot of lot of restriction on travel Mm -hmm. the desire to get out and have an away day in Europe for Eintracht Frankfurt a working class like very uh, weirdly originally working class but now a banking town Frankfurt is just ready to explode I have a great story about Antrek Frankfurt. I can't remember the guy's name. I, I'm going to call him Utbar. We are at one of our hooligan days in 2018 when Kostic, when Kostic, Koczek, who became the Bayern coach, he wins the Pokal Cup against Bayern in a 95th minute. This guy is like a fireman. His English is bad. He's yelling, I'm ultra, I'm ultra. And we're all there in our soccer hooligan day, just fake dumb white American guys. This guy is we, I watch it with him. I hug him. He smells like a European. His team wins. He's crying like a baby. I'm hugging him. I'm like, dude, I was here with you. That was amazing. And he's like, I'm ultra. I should be there. He like, goes on holiday for the one time in his life with his oh wife, God. Claudia. And he's like, we made the final. And I'm here going to see stupid fake German people who are in Pennsylvania. White trash. But he's like doing an exchange thing. And he's like, I'm going to Pennsylvania tomorrow. What is happening? Oh I need God. to be there. <laughs> oh my so God. all I could think of is that guy. He was definitely like an anti anything that wasn't Frankfurt, Germany. Like this guy was clearly a, a stormtrooper in a former life. Like this guy was very, we were worried. We were like, you know what? Fuck it. Today's the day we traded shirts. And then I was like, I can't take your shirt. I'll give it back to you. So it was an amazing game. So all I ever think about when I think of Eintracht Frankfurt is that guy. And so nice. I know he was there. I know he was drumming. And by the way, Barcelona got beat easily. Like, oh yeah, it was not close. It was they 3-0. were bad in the first leg. They got lucky in the first leg to get the draw. And Frankfurt is not kicking ass in 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 the Bundesliga. They're like seventh. But there is one thing about Bundesliga teams: they're athletic. They all play the same way, high intensity on the break. Mm-hmm. And if is one thing that Barca does not like is athleticism and people in their face because yep. yes, they want the ball. Yes, they can play it, but their primary holding midfielder is still Busquets. And if you get past them, you're gone yep. because he can't keep up with you. And their he defense an is still PK and it's still Serginio Dest, not a good defender. They're still old. They still have problems when they lose the ball. They are in trouble. And the breaks by Frankfurt are fucking incredible. There are really good goals that flying down the wing, like nice touches back out to the other guy who makes the run. They just beat Barcelona with no problem, especially mm-hmm. when they had 25,000 of their own oh, fans. In
1: the game now. <laughs> you have to catch just the sight of the highlights. You can tell you're like, Oh my God, where are we? Where is this game? It's yeah. pretty wild. It's, it's a whiteout. So,
0: they're all wearing white. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so they're through to the semifinal West Ham have make easy work of Leon, and our 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 friends from from East London are in. Let's in the fucking 70s. go!
0: <laughs>
1: Three goals, pretty much, almost on succession. Craig Dawson and then Declan Rice and Jarrett, your friend Jaron Bowen, right my on friend, one of my side, sons from the championship, each side of halftime, and they're away. They're gone. Um, you know, in the first leg, Tengi and Dombele had a great match and and, and scored to get an equalizer for Leon and kind of bring them equal. But I, there was just nothing to be done today. So, so, um, so full so. marks to the Hammers.
0: So West Ham, one of the more famous supported clubs, more famous for the ICF, more famous for Green Street Hooligans, more famous for Cass, the famous uh, uh, British uh, African, you know, he's English, but he was a black guy from mm-hmm. West East London, famously had a biopic about him. More about the hooliganism, but West Ham represents something deeper in British football than any other team. They're the Academy of Football Half of their team was in the 1966 World Cup squad. Yes, they've never won the championship, and this is the furthest they've gone since um, since 1976 when they were in the Intercolo Cup, whatever, whatever. But what you have to keep in mind is think of the Bowery boys of television from 1950. Think of it staying that way forever, and think of there being a team from the Lower East Side, and that's what West Ham is. Yep. But if there was a stadium in the fucking collect pond where the five points met, that is West Ham if the Chinese had never showed up and it was still Irish. That is what West Ham represents. Like, yeah. they are the streets of the streets. Like, it's hardcore East London, like, the real deal. They have a rivalry with Mailwall, which is, is not a football game. It is a nice it's just fight. a
1: brawl, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, you know, we have, we have West Ham and their fans in Europe for a semi-final against Frankfurt. Against Frankfurt. That is going to be insane. When yeah. they go to the London Stadium and these English folks, I think there's a lot of West Ham fans. There's not 50,000 of them to fill that stadium. That shit's going to be half German and it's going to be the Blitz all over again and it's going to be fucking Stukas and dive bombers and all the noises and get the fucking press ready because the Germans are invading again because when frankfurt played i believe they played or a german team did play arsenal they literally invaded the emirates so it happens the germans have really good support and they're very wealthy because they have a well-run country so they travel and they don't care and they have days off because they have unions anyway we can argue about that another day but they will be there they will be there and in force so we have eintracht frankfurt who we went through against barcelona we have West Ham, I mean, these are great supported teams. And then we have more class on the other side in, in um Red or RB, Leipzig. RB Leipzig. A hated team, mostly. I don't think anyone loves them too much.
1: Uh, <laughs> Dispatching but, our beloved Atalanta,
0: oh, yeah, and which is, yeah. which
1: creates – well, you mentioned Roma in the conference oh, league. Oh, I forgot I about Rangers. Excuse me. Rangers we'll – ra- we'll get to Rangers in a second. But there's now no Italian teams – uh, left and I think there was only one in the semis um yeah. of either competition. Yeah so they've
0: been, they've been suffering the league. Real is tough really year having for the hard Italians.
1: Time. Yeah. Um but yeah I mean Leipzig gets through two nil, three one on aggregate. Um but so they'll be facing Rangers who snuck past Braga with yeah. a 3-1 win today. I mean well, they were down two nil uh going or one nil going into yeah. this leg, right? So yeah but you um, knew
0: at the eyebrax we want to talk about fans traveling well. Yeah. There's no way that Rangers Rangers will if they get if they draw in Leipzig they're winning at home. I don't care how good Leipzig are. Yeah, there's no not- way the Germans are ready for fucking Ibrox night games against Rangers. I think you have a very good chance of a final being like Rangers versus and West Ham. I West think Am. the thing that's interesting about this is I don't think that or, was Eintracht Frankfurt in the Champions League and dropped down. I'd have to check. Um, no, they Frankfurt never was were. Not- Leipzig so, was, but so Peter you was have. Not. So, so, here's what you have you only have one team that dropped from the Champions League making it. That never happened Into the, it's into almost, the semis, yeah, yeah. So, there's only one team that's really supposedly better than these teams. And Leipzig had a coaching change mid season. Our friend Jesse Marsh, who's Which doing well with Leeds, our buddy, our buddy, coach. friend of the show,
1: Shari, actually had the point where he was like, That coaching change was the rare good for both sides because yeah. Leeds. Jesse March landed on his feet with Leeds, and they, he's brought them from you know
0: back relegation to maybe.
1: And and RB Leipzig have turned their season around as well. So um, so it's a very interesting dynamic that it worked out both for March and got, for you've Leipzig. Got, I
0: mean, of the four teams, you've got three that have like historic blue bloods, blue blood like of the. If it's not the aristocracy, it's definitely the princes and dukes of football. Your Eintreks, your Rangers, your West Ham's. Uh, this is a Rangers team that has the DNA of a team that went undefeated just two years ago. So yeah. it's not a bad Rangers team. Yes, most of them are championship level players. There probably are a couple who might get out of that, but I mean it's Ken Mar Roof. I mean this is not this is not a killer team. Sure. But again, really good stuff. Really excited Europa League. Uh, but and we sh- I'll give one quick short shift to the Europa Conference. Go for it. <laughs> We talked about it for a second but lester are through to a semifinal. they didn't even know this comp this championship they existed, had no clue and they're very happy it exists because their season has meaning uh you know we're all looking for meaning victor franco man's search for meaning. he looked for love within the, the camps in world war ii i'm making literary references it sounds funnier that way um but lester moved through they beat einhoven and then roma and bodo glint's uh arctic circle journeys they do take. They do go home with a great day where they beat Roma two one. But Jose Mourinho is going to try and win this stupid fucking Europa Conference League so he can say he won something. Yep. You know yeah. he's going to go hell for fucking leather to win this goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in the semifinal. You know, I don't know what the matchups are. It's Marseille, Feyenoord, Leicester, and Roma. I don't know who plays who. Marseille are very good. Weirdly, a couple friends from the cha- from the from the Premier League. Payet and um, Guendouzi is like player, young player of the year in France, Ah. which is incredible. But they are cruising. Feyenoord, I don't know much about. Slavia Prague, I only know about because uh, West Ham raided them and has half their players uh, in Kufal and Socek. (laughs) When they got this far, they called Socek to be like, hey, you're part of the team.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Oh, my God. What do we have left? We've oh, my got, God, we got three minutes to talk about the, the actual Premier League, which is got still Tottenham, going.
1: The good news is we've got Tottenham, <laughs> Brighton, and literally nothing. So uh, all the big cats are pretty much off this week. Uh, West Ham are facing Burnley in a battle of the Clareton Blues on Sunday. Um, but other than that, a bunch of fart noises I think around a the ground. big
0: one, though, if we ha- don't – let's not give short shrift to our friends at Arsenal. They need this game. If there's a must win for them, they've sure. got to yeah. get off the schneid get back at Southampton after their six getting dropped on them. Now they are away. They do go away to Southampton. I know all the Arsenal fans know that this is a game they typically yak. Uh, they're not sure. in a good way right now. Southampton will be licking their wounds. I'm sure Hassan Huda will have them playing. It looks like a draw to me. Uh, this Watford game, uh, if they want to get out of the bottom three, it doesn't look like they have a shot. But if they want it, it's gotta. they've got to beat Brentford. But Brentford are on a four out of five winning streak what, Brentford's so not
1: getting touched. I mean, look, you've got, <laughs> you've got a, a, and please knocking on wood. When I say this, a healthy Christian Erickson feeding Ivan, Ivan Tony they're they're going to be miles past Watford, even though it's at Vicarage road. Um, Yeah. To your point, I didn't mention Southampton Arsenal because I actually have enough respect for Arsenal that I think they'll pull out of this nosedive to be fair to them. They did. I mean, yeah, they've lost three out of four, right? They've lost to Liverpool. They've lost to a really pesky Crystal Palace team. And they lost a game that, all, by all means, they probably should have won against Brighton. So their, their demise is being greatly exaggerated, I yeah, think. where they're and I probably think where
0: they should be, honestly. Right.
1: But here's the problem. They absolutely need this game because after this, immediately, Chelsea away, Arsenal, uh, uh, Man United at home, West Ham away, Leeds at home, Tottenham away. Ooh. Yeah,
0: it it gets Ooh. tough for them. So I you do have I do have, I do play have play. a take. Are you ready for my take? Go for your take. Go. I think Norwich gets something out of this United game. I think United are oh. completely
1: cooked. Norwich coming to off a the, win. We didn't even get to the story that Cristiano Ronaldo shit canned the idea of grabbing Conte <laughs> as a coach. Dude, are you that is that kidding?
0: is that is coming out of United. It's in the local press, which means you know it comes from the club. They are just trying to distance themselves. They're trying to distance themselves from that poor decision, trying to pin it on Ronaldo, and they're going to fucking run from his ass. The second they can, they're ditching him. He's not coming Mm -hmm. back next season. He probably won't even play for the rest of the season. All I'm saying is that team is in complete free fall. They have nothing to play for. They hate each other. They're sniping at each other. There's no connection in that club whatsoever to anything. They're going to drop this game and interesting i and think I'm i've gonna, got a, a i'll take a One. and i'm going to pray i'm going to pray that they sh- stand up and show themselves versus liverpool after they got their fucking teeth kicked in they're going to go to anfield on tuesday we'll talk about it more on monday they have to show up to that game that is a that is a mandate and a a, a moment that manchester united will become a watershed they got to show up in that game like there's no like, it is a pride, it is a are-we-professionals game. If they drop, get killed by five against Anfield at that game, there might be people who can't go deliver it to back to the stadium.
1: Since, <laughs> since, real quick on United, since they played on February 23rd against Atletico Madrid, the only game they won out of two, four, six, seven... Uh, was against the Spurs at home that three two game I, march I don't 12th. know how
0: the fuck they won that game and they like didn't an deserve to win now.
1: that game. So so yeah you've got I mean shit it's been it's been a month and a half almost two months where they've won one game. Yeah. So it's bad. It's
0: yeah. bad. All right it looks like the clock Whew. is ticking. Whew.
1: So much in that guy in that episode. We gotta go home. We gotta get out of here.
0: That was the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortoons. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network, and we're sorry that we delete episodes back accidentally. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. And the fan hub network in the UK out of Bristol. Respect to all the UK people. We love you. Thank you. Please share and good night. We love you. Bye.